Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. I'm Tanya Hart. You're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. You know my guest today from his hit TV show, The Rookie. Yep. You know him as Jackson West. However, Titus Macon Jr. is showing off his other talent and passion with some new music. Titus, welcome back to Hollywood Live Extra. Glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be back. Yeah, well, and and this time you've got some other stuff that you're really talking about, uh, Mr. Butterfly Ali. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's your alias. Where did that, this is what you use as your alias for music. Where did that name come from? It kind of, you know, we sort of know, but you tell us. Yeah, um, so I I originally had a song titled Butterfly Ali. And um, I was I was writing all this new music, and I was I was looking for a way to put it out. And I was like, well, you know what? Maybe because my name is connected to so much of my acting stuff, kind of like a, a mom versus a new child, and you get to name it. It's like I was like, I'm birthing this new music, and I was like, I just want to name it something appropriate that I feel like it, it expresses it well. So I think the quote from. Um, from uh, Muhammad Ali, slow like a butterfly, sing like a bee, and I kind of mushed it all together because I just liked what it stood for. Thus, Butterfly Ali was born. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, I- I've watched the videos, and you've got an, a, a new single that just came out, I believe, called mm-hmm. Rose. That's fairly new, and we'll talk yeah, about Rose that a little. Righteous is the newest one. Okay, Righteous is the newest one. Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, though, you know what? You remind me of Andre 3000. You really do. Hey, I received that, and I'm honored to have that comparison. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you guys actually kind of look alike, you know, <laughs> <You're> really, <laughs> as well as is that groove, that musical groove. Tell me a little bit about that, because I know other people have compared you to Andre 3000. And, and you're right. Yeah. When people compare you, some folks take offense to that. That's really a compliment in, in my book. But uh, Me too. Absolutely. Um, it's one of those things that's like, well, I'm still going to do my version of whoever somebody might think that is. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, anybody that's already kind of passed the threshold of success, I'm like, that's a compliment. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah. And how, yeah. so how do you find time? Because I know, and a lot of people know, how much time it physically takes and mentally to do an episodic TV show. I mean, yeah. you know, the schedule is ridiculous. How did it you is. find time in that schedule to do the music? Um, it honestly kind of fell into place pretty nice because we have it set up to where we do... Uh, and we always have the weekends off. So the weekends became my time to, to play and create. Um, and then, obviously, we have holidays and stuff. So they kind of just let it fall where, where, where it could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and you also did TV series like Glee, which, of course, I still miss Glee. I got to tell you, I love that show. <laughs> it was a great show. It really, I, I think it, 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 ran its, it ran its course and it, and it lasted as long as it, it really could have. Um, mm-hmm. But for the time that it was here, it, yeah, it was a pretty large hit. It really was. And everybody that was really on that show, for the most part, went on to do other things. And, and they're still out there. We still see them. And that's a wonderful thing, too. Yeah, we always compare that. Those those of us who are on it and any facet, we always compare it to, like, the, the modern. It's kind of like all these unknown names came together with talent. And then everybody's kind of done their own things from there. And so what we feel like we're like the, 
you know, the new Disney Musketeers Club. <laughs> right, right, exactly. No, that's true. I hadn't thought of it, but you're right. That's exactly what it was, you know, when you yeah. look at it like that. So, Titus... In the world of music today, I mean, there's always, right now, we've got the whole big controversy going on with um, the CEO of the Grammys who had to step down because she outed them about, you know, rigged uh, Grammy nominations and votes and Mm. things like that. From a musical artist's perspective, I mean, you know, being black in America, we always Mm. know we've had to come up from the bottom. But when you hear stuff like that... How does yeah. it make you feel, and what should we be doing about that? You know, I it, it's so hard because it's like, what, what is what is actually going on behind the scenes? Right. Right. So it's like hard to like, you know, make a judgment on something that's like there's no foolproof on it. But um, honestly, I just think it's you just got to keep putting out good music. It's like if if that's going to be skewed, if the if the uh, the accolade side's going to be screwed up. And it's like the most we can do is be putting out message-worthy music, like just music that's that's good and that like actually changes and heals and helps stuff. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, and that's what our music has always done. I mean, R and B, jazz. I mean, you consider your new music uh, progressive R and B? Is that what we would kind of put that in, or what? What, what you know, I've it, heard it, that. I've heard that thrown around a bit at some of these meetings. Um, I, I've always just kind of classified it as like soul funk, but um, mm-hmm. progressive R and B. Yeah, that all makes sense. It's, it's just one kind of, and that's the beautiful thing about music now. Um, I was meeting with. Um, over at Warner Music, and they were saying that a lot of music now is genreless. Like everybody's kind of muddying everything together, and mm-hmm. um, it just kind of is working today. So whatever that muddied um, genre is called, it's probably where I'd be. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot because it is early here in LA. I know what that's like, but you know, I love the rose. Could you just is could you just sing a little bit of that? Just to just give us a little <laughs> bit of an Come idea. That rose. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that's, that's a little taste of rose. Oh yeah, I mean it's just that at nice at nine a.m. I know with with no vocal yeah. warm up or anything like that. Because Tanya just put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, I love it. But you know, it, it it does remind me a little bit of that whole Marvin Gayish kind of. You Absolutely. know, Marvin yeah, yeah. is just so smooth. You know. Thank you. And yeah. um, you he's don't. One of, uh, he's a huge inspiration to me. Oh, I would imagine. I mean, he should yeah. be an inspiration to anybody out there singing today. There, right. there are a lot of people. So. It does have that flavor. Also, I do notice that people, especially in this whatever genre list this now is, but I still call it black music. um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are singing with lyrics again, and not that hip hop mm-hmm. is going away, not that rapping is going away, but why do you think we are in such need of just good lyrics today? Um, well, I feel like we go through waves um, of like um, old things coming back and us realizing how ne- necessary things were that we kind of pushed to the side. Um, it's like we had strong lyrics that were actually changing, healing, creating. And I mean that like people, baby making music, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> we kind of pushed to the side for like the, the new production wave where it's all about the production and we're all like dancing and, and then we come full circle again and it's like, oh wait, 
we forgot that music was used to heal and to like mm. and to like reach it's the one thing that transcends over all the, the world um, in all different countries and everything even when they don't speak it they learn it so it's like I think people kind of during the times of obviously things going on politically things going on health wise all these things people are leaning on the one thing that they've always known I guess which is kind of music Mm-hmm. You know, they, they really, really have. And we thank you for presenting us with some new music, which I'm really, really enjoying. And just for all of our audience out there, you're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. You know my guest today from the hit TV show, The Rookie, Titus Macon, who's got some new music. But we got to talk a little bit about Jackson West. Yeah, you know. of course, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I know. Well, the show's back on again. This is what, your third season? This is, uh, yeah, it's in the second season right now. Second season this time, okay. Yes. And, and I know Jackson's been doing some stuff, but tell me a little bit about that character and how you've really formed that character to become really who he is on the TV screen for us. Yeah, so um, Jackson is, for those who haven't watched, he is the, the, the son of the commander of internal affairs, so he's kind of gone through the academy um, before being a rookie as top of his class and people kind of feel like he was handed this position um, and because he's a young guy who's in there thinking he's you know going going to kill it on the streets and then he gets on the streets and it's completely different um, not something that he could read in the books and, and prepare for and first season he runs into a lot of hardships um, and he and we see that he has um, a fear of, of gunshots so that's Obviously, an issue for somebody who's going to be interacting with gunshots a lot. Uh, and then um, he kind of grows through that. And then now we're into season two, and he's kind of finding his footing. And um, just really, we see him coming into his own. And uh, and obviously, throughout the rest of season two, there's there's more of that, more of him kind of bossing up and and owning all his mistakes, and and really not leaning on just the knowledge side, but like you know, right. Just he's he's gonna get there, you know. You you have that feeling. Okay, Jackson's gonna really get it together, and he's gonna be. I you know what I think? I think Jackson seems to be working toward being the top guy at some point here. Is that kind of where the character's going? I hope so. I mean, that's what I kind of see. It's like, why else would they make me be such a failure at times? Right. <laughs> if there's no like beautiful silver lining here to see the growth side, you know? Yeah. I know. Well, you never know. You know, it's, you it is know, TV. Right. You never know. And I know you don't know either where the character's going because they never really tell you. Would you. Give me an idea. Again, we talked a little bit about your day, but, you know, it's a new decade. It's 2020. Do you Did you change any rituals, your morning ritual for the new decade? You know, what did you do different for this decade starting out? You know, I wish I were a person that like I don't. I'm the one that doesn't even make like a new, a new, I, I guess achievement Resolution. list for 2020. I'm <laughs> right. like, let's just keep plowing through and be the best we can. I kind of hold that through all year, each year. I'm just like, all right, keep moving, keep pushing, keep thinking mm-hmm. positive. Um, yeah, I haven't really changed anything. I'm like, because I know that within two weeks, I'm going to be upset that I already messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of honest. <laughs> well, yeah, one I'm like, thing. You know what? <laughs> 
I know. Well, you know what? One thing you certainly have not messed up is your career trajectory, and it seems to be going really well. We're really proud of you. Thank you. Like, enjoy watching you. And for everybody out there that isn't familiar with your music, where can they find it? I know you can go to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, you can see the music videos, Happy Butterfly Lee, Devo as well. And then if you just want to take some listens, you can uh, type it in on Spotify, Apple Music, um, iTunes, and even SoundCloud, Butterfly Ali. All right, Mr. Butterfly Ali, loving it. Thank you so <laughs> much, Titus, for joining us again. You know you can come back yes. anytime. Thank you so much. I always love chatting with you guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me back. Okay, and for everybody else, don't forget to subscribe to SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you down, download every one of the Hollywood Lives you see, Hollywood Live Extra. And you know what? We're over, good Lord, we're, we're headed up to 150 shows, so you've got a lot of stuff to wow. download. But you, I know, but you you got to like it. you got to, if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. Once again, Titus Maker Jr., thank you so much. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.